Awesome. I wanted to start by just talking about vacations because I know we both probably need one. But uh, that may have to wait because uh, I don't think we'll talk. Well, we may talk about Rubber Duck for 40 minutes, um, but that's what we're going to talk about next. Uh, I just had to stop my recording and my laptop was like winding up a bit. I need a new laptop, man. This is your tools, right? You got to have the sharp tools. Yeah. You got to keep them yeah. sharp. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's probably time. So, uh, Ram, I have to say congratulations. I'm not really sure what that's for. You have um, officially now built what will probably be Anvil's first product. Not even probably. I mean, we're we're likely by the time this podcast drops, it will have gone live. Rubber Duck has been a um, very focused endeavor for you. I would say focused probably for the last four months since we started recording podcast episodes, maybe a little bit before that to really get it out. Uh, we've now had, you and I have had two successful calls on the platform. Uh, we're not on the platform right now, of course, but we could be. There's not really anything that says we couldn't be. And so, yeah, it seems like it's going to be a great success. We're really excited to put it out and learn about it. And so I wanted to uh, say congratulations, but I also wanted to just give you an opportunity to tell me and our uh, robust listener audience Um what is what is rubber duck but not even just what is rubber duck but also what what led you down this road like why is rubber duck a thing that that we're building out that we're driving forward as a as a uh, co-op and and um yeah tell us about it i know you love to give me all the credit but that's not true because um if you remember back over a year ago we were on a we were on a call mm-hmm. and we were i needed help if i remember correctly i needed help with something um and I said, hey, Randy, would you join me on a call to help me walk through something? And correct me if I'm wrong on, on some of this, because my memory as I get older tends to not be so great. But, um, you know, I start chatting away at my problem. And then ultimately, you know, it, the light bulb goes off and it says, oh, that's the problem, right? That's the thing that's blocking me. And um, it goes back to the old, uh, this old idea of rubber duck debugging, which is you state your problem you talk to at times it was actual rubber duck mm-hmm. you know like you would like you would have in a bathtub for kids but it can also be a human um it can be a, anything right if you collect like bobbleheads you could talk to your bobblehead yeah. but it's the idea that you you speak out loud your problem and ultimately or sometimes you end up stumbling upon the solution because you you uh communicate in a way that um you weren't keeping it just inside and and kind of like getting tunnel vision. So again, we were on a conversation and and it came about. We said, "Hey, this is this is what we should build." Yeah. Now we've always wanted to build stuff, and um, it's not like rubber duck is the first thing, but it's the first thing that is going to be under this umbrella, right? right. That we're going to call Anvil as as right. a as a as a team that we're we're building together. Mm-hmm. So I know you've built a lot of stuff in the past, but that's what makes it so exciting is that we've we've built this and we're going to launch this together. That's yeah. what makes it so exciting. Yeah. Um, and so this is basically just a digital version of that whole rubber duck debugging uh, practice. It reminds me very much of this. You, If you remember back like Craigslist a couple of years ago. Yeah, I, I mean, is Craigslist a couple of years ago now? Like, I feel like, is it, does, it, does it still exist? I haven't been right. on Craigslist Right, see, that's the question. That's the question. Does it still exist? But here's what I'm going to go, here's where I'm going with that. If you remember Craigslist, right, you'd go on there, you're looking for something. It's kind of like an online uh, yard sale. Yeah. Right, and you find stuff. 
Um, and then here comes along like companies like OfferUp and let go. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember them. A couple of years ago, they had a bunch yeah. of commercials and stuff. Yeah. They basically evolved Craigslist, right? Mm-hmm. They took Craigslist and they were like, let's do it better. Yeah. Um, that, that's kind of what they did. And Rubber Duck is very much that for me or for us. It's it's that whole concept in a digital version. But here's the real value. Usually when we're when we're doing this rubber duck debugging, a lot of times you're limited to your network, to the mm-hmm. network that you've built. So in my case, I said, hey, I need help with um, Docker because Randy's a Docker expert. And if anybody who's listening to this didn't know that Randy's a Docker expert, he basically is. So I don't know that I would say expert, <laughs> but I, I can, but you can, I can solve, break a thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, you break it till it, till, it, till it works, right? Yeah. And so if I need help with Docker, I have to go and say, hey, Randy, can you help me solve my Docker problem? Can you help explain this to me? Because he's in my network. Mm-hmm. I can go on Udemy and find a Docker course. But in that course, it's already been recorded. It's static. Yeah. It's, it is what it is. I can't. It's difficult for me to reach out to that person because that person may not get back to me. And you know, I could go on LinkedIn and I could say, hey, who, who knows this? Or I could go watch a ton of YouTube videos, but they may not answer my problem because they don't know my specific scenario. They don't know right. my setup. Right. And so that's what Rubber Duck is going to help solve. Or at least that's what we hope it solves, is that now I can go on the platform and choose a topic, Docker. And I can add in some optional text and say, hey, my Docker container won't stop, right? Or it won't start. And I can request a duck. And as yeah. long as there's one available, the platform is going to match me with someone who hopefully at this point has been vetted. But in the very beginning, there's going to be some testing. There's going to be some bugs. Whoever's listening to this, mm-hmm. there's going to be some bugs. There's bugs in every single piece of software on the internet, whether you see it or not. But we're asking people to help us test it and make it better. So yeah, I need help with Docker. I go on the platform. I request help. Now my network has greatly expanded because now it's the platform that's going to put me in touch or matchmake me with someone else that can help solve my Docker problem. And so now I can share my screen. I can talk through the problem. I might even talk through the problem and then realize I solved it myself, just like as if I was talking to a rubber duck. But here's the real benefit. Now that person on the other end, like Randy, can ask one or two questions that could lead me in the right direction. It's not that I want to get on this call with Randy or with a duck so that way they can tell me what I did wrong, but so that way they can help coach me in the right direction. Yeah. And that's the real benefit is that it helps facilitate learning. Yeah, I like it. I love it. Um, and that's why I, I mean, when you you first pro- proposed that we we build it, of course, we've owned the domain for, uh, like you said, a little over a year now. I was like, yeah, this there is something to this because there's an opportunity there for uh what I, what I tend to call, well, I think what every teacher tends to call like teachable moments where you can just, when you see where somebody is struggling with something, you create teachability out of that moment. And so I think there's a lot of value there instead of um, waiting. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a great platform. You know, I want to ask you a couple of questions about it. Of course, you and I in the past have written several interviews together. So I'm going to go through some of uh, some of the questions that we've talked about there. Uh, in the past and just maybe start by saying like, what was the, what was the hardest part about uh, putting it all together? The hardest part about besides waiting on me to build a platform. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I really want to say that the hardest part is committing. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I I mentioned this on one of my, uh, one of the articles in 
that I posted not too long ago was that ideas are just ideas. They're not unique. Um, I guarantee you that other people have, have had the idea for a digital version of rubber duck guarantee it, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it's nothing until you execute. Yeah. Right. Until you commit. And uh, so I went back and I looked at our uh, repo. If you look at like get lens or get blame, right. You can, you can look at the history. We set up the initial version of rubber duck, like the initial repo, like, I don't know, 14, 16 months ago. Yeah. It's, (laughs) we were both at stored. Yep. And we decided on this idea and we've talked about this. It basically came to life in the last four months is what happened. Mm-hmm. But we we decided on the idea like 14 to 16 months ago. And the only reason that kept it from, you know, coming to fruition, right? Or coming to life is commitment. Yeah. So that is absolutely the hardest part. So if, if anybody's ever saying, you know, do I build this thing? I have this idea. Uh, maybe somebody else has this idea and they're so worried about, oh, well, somebody else is going to beat me to the market. Somebody else already has this idea. Why would I build it? Just build it. Yeah. I guarantee you that somebody else, somebody else already has your idea. Maybe they're building it. And maybe they're going to stop at 50% because they, they've they lost you know, the will to go on, right? The will to yeah. see it through. So, the steam. They lost their steam. The steam, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. So, that, I mean, given all of that, given that the hardest thing was commitment, which I absolutely agree with you on, because like as soon as we kind of, I mean, and I I sort of remember even at the start of this podcast, we were like, you know what, we're just going to do it. And that's kind of what we've been doing ever since. And that's the same way it went with Robert Duck and with Anvil in general is we're, we're just going to do this thing. And now it's, it's kind of, I mean, full steam ahead and where we've got a lot of other interesting things lined up in the pipeline and it just gets easier and easier. So exercising that muscle. So given that, you know, getting, you know, getting on the track for the first time and taking that first run is the hardest part. Like if you were to rewind to, to Randy and Ram talking about rubber duck 14, 16 months ago, uh, what would you tell them differently? That's a great question. I hadn't even thought about before. Um, I'd probably just encourage them to, uh, to build it. There's a whole set of lessons learned here, not just from rubber duck, but from everything that we're doing with Anvil. Uh, and then some of the other, you know, we can mention propeller because, you know, yeah. nobody knows about it yet. And then there's, Oh, well, my brother lots. knows about it. He listens to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. He's not about so, his propellers old. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, so that's a great, that's a great point. Right. So propeller is, is an idea and it's something that you've had in some instance or in some form in the past, right? And we're going to bring it. We're going to bring it under the anvil umbrella, even if it was before, but in in a, in a different form. And so I'd go back and say, just build the things because then the, the next things continue to become easier. Um, I know there's there's times when I was debating whether we build this or not, like which we and, and both of us together we were going back and forth on what is priority because when you yeah. have a backlog. And you're only two people. You can you only have a certain amount of time that you can dedicate to these projects. So you you kind of have to say, hey, we're both going to work on this, or you're going to work on this, and I'm going to work on that. And I think aside from everything else, if Rubber Duck falls flat on its face, there's so much value that came out of it. All this infrastructure that you've built, all the foundation that is going to facilitate quicker projects and more um, robust projects going forward, ones that are built on a solid foundation, that's the value that comes out of it. So yeah, absolutely. I'd say go back and just build the thing 
because of all the other things that are going to come out of it. Because one of the questions that we always ask ourselves is, if I spend all the time on this thing, is it going to have some type of return on investment? Yeah. And from what rubber duck looks like in its current form, um, there's no path to profitability in the right. short term. Right. But that's not always, you know, that shouldn't always be the primary driving factor. It's more of, you know, giving back to the community. I think you've talked about open source for a long time, right? Not to say that rubber duck is open source, but I know you have a huge passion and commitment to the open source community. Some of the stuff that you're building is going to be open sourced mm -hmm. under Anvil, under the Anvil namespace. But absolutely is that you have to build it. You kind of have to just see if people use it, right? Validate your idea. And um, it's funny. Like, I think we validated rubber duck just between me and you. Well, I, I think so. That's what I was going to say is that like, there's so much there. And and like, I definitely think the ROI on, on rubber duck is apparent to me now, like in lots of ways, one, all of the infrastructure that we have stood up, that's allowing us to like, I mean, we talked about, we mentioned propeller, but we have, you know, a couple of other apps that we're also, you know, starting to uh, get, get the foundations in place for, and it's just getting easier and easier. And that wouldn't have happened without rubber duck. The other thing about rubber duck is huge amounts of learning there and how we work together best, especially in this asynchronous flow that you and I have been talking about for the last few weeks, like in figuring that out and figuring out what's missing, what are the missing pieces to be able to enable that one of which was, you know, a backlog, which is what it brought propeller back on the table as a, as a more robust application. And then the other thing that I think about though is that we've ha we have had two successful calls on RubberDoc and they were trial calls, but then they immediately started to spawn out like other things that we could be using RubberDoc for. Like anybody that's listened to this podcast for a little while knows that scheduling uh, these calls is a constant struggle for us because our schedules don't super align. Um, which is totally fine. And, and I know that you mentioned it uh, pretty uh, readily on LinkedIn that I, I stay pretty busy and that's true. I have two small kids and that is the priority. But I think about the fact that now we own Rubber Duck, right? Like we own this entire platform and then we can extend it to meet our needs if scheduling is a problem. Like, and you've already built in this great functionality to Rubber Duck to set up my availability on Rubber Duck, right? And so now there's an easy means for us to just extend that behavior a little bit to schedule the calls ahead of time in Rubber Duck by just finding alignment of our availability. And that's that's a really powerful tool to take it and you mentioned like vet it and see if it's going to add value, but knowing that it it, it is already capable of adding value in mine and your flow. And we own it from top to bottom so we can add the additional pieces that continue to add value in our flow so that even if it doesn't get broad-based consumption, it's something that's providing value for us. And uh, yeah, I think there's lots of value there. You just said something that, uh, again, I can say that Rubber Duck has immediate value in um, scheduling. If you're... Uh, network is unavailable. Again, I have a Docker issue mm -hmm. and it's a complicated one. And Randy's busy and he's the only Docker expert that I know. Then I'm stuck waiting until Randy frees up. Mm -hmm. But 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 Rubber Duck says, as we grow our network of ducks, right? Of people, th those people that are on Stack Overflow anyway, and yeah. they're there looking to answer problems. As we grow the network of ducks, now you don't have to wait half a day or a day or even even potentially an hour right. to get help with the thing that you're stuck on. And we know we know that we can be stuck on things for weeks. I personally 
have been stuck on a single problem for like two to three weeks. And if I could simply say, hey, I've been stuck on this for two or three weeks. I can't be stuck on this a second longer. Yeah. Now I can reach out for help. I don't have to wait or depend on my known network. Now I can leverage the platform. Yeah, exactly. You can. It's um, a little like Uber for help, right? Like you can just say, I need help now and see if there's a, uh, a duck with your expertise that can help you. Um, and so if, if folks wanted to, uh, to go and check out rubber duck in its current state, where would they go? Yeah, I love it. Uh, go to rubberduck.app. That's rubber without the E. So R U B B R D U C K dot app. The live version, the working version isn't in production yet. Um, if for some reason we get there yeah. and we're still <laughs> not in production, I encourage everyone to sign up to at least subscribe, drop your email. And as soon as we go live, we're going to notify anybody, everybody on that email list. And so the hope is that by the time you hear this, rubberduck.app is going to be live and we're going to be testing it. Here's the second part I want to say about that. If you're helping us test it, please leave feedback because yeah. it's going to help us to help us to get better and grow. And feedback I'll is be a honest. gift. Yeah, yeah, I love that. You said that before. Feedback is a gift and that's absolutely right. Whether it's good feedback or, you know, feedback that might hurt us a little bit on our conscious. Um, maybe we need to pivot a little bit on what Rubber Duck actually is and provides, but that's okay if we if we need to pivot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's why we need feedback is to know. Otherwise, uh, we're continuing to build out a thing that nobody needs or wants. Um, and we can drop the link in, in show notes as well, but I, I did want to give, give that opportunity to, uh, to uh, put that out there. And here's, here's one other thing that I want to say to anybody who's thinking about building something. Build it, and even if you have one person using it, support that one person. Mm -hmm. So when we go live with Rubber Duck, and we've already had quite a few um, people sign up for uh, to be notified. That's that's news to me, so that's awesome. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. so we've already had uh, quite a few people sign up to be notified of it. But even in the event that we only have two people using this thing on a daily basis, we're going to support them, oh, right? Yeah. Because, yeah. because those are users and it doesn't matter. And I say this from experience because before I had my first paid gig, I was building the iOS apps and one of them had a couple of users that gave feedback and I ignored it. I didn't treat mm. it as, as a business, but this is something that Randy, you know, helped me to understand in the last couple months and that's building failed startups or build failed startups as opposed to side projects. And in the past I was building simply side projects or projects for my portfolio today, everything that we build is going to be treated as potentially a failed startup. Hopefully rubber duck doesn't fail, but it doesn't matter if it only has two users on it on the daily basis, we're going to support you. Yeah, absolutely. So Ram, uh, one place that maybe we can wrap this is I want to ask, you talked about Feld, Feld Startup in there and like, what what does success look like? What do, what do you, like, what, what do we count as success? Two users using the platform every day or on a any basis sounds like success to me. What's success for Rubber Duck for you? Yeah, um, I'm going to call back to one of the things before I come back to Rubber Duck. Okay, so okay. I was, I released like four apps on the App Store. They're no longer there. So don't go look for them. And they weren't great in the beginning. But here's how I measured the su success back then. Again, I made $0. When I could look on the analytics for those apps, I saw people download the app all across the world. 
It didn't matter that they only used it for a day and <laughs> deleted the app. I had people from all over the world downloading my app and that made it successful to me. So if we fast forward to Rubber Duck, my, and, and again, we may have different versions of su success here right, or uh, right. different um, ways to quantify that. But to me, it's already successful because I've Love learned it. so much. I love I've it. learned, I've never worked with Socket.io before. I feel like I'm pretty good at Socket.io today. Um, you introduced Chakra to me before. Now, like I'm pretty strong and I can build anything out really fast with Chakra. TypeScript, it's built in TypeScript. So my TypeScript got even better. And so even if, you know, people don't adopt the platform, it's successful in my mind, along with all the other infrastructure that got built because of it. Awesome. Yeah, totally love that answer. Love that answer. Totally agree. Lots of lots of learnings have come out of this. And uh, yeah, it's just, you know, those those learnings are just going to snowball forward. So uh, really excited about seeing where this goes, both as a as a product launch for us and also just as a uh, how it enhances what we do. I think my last note is, you know, uh, everybody always sort of talks about like you build the team first and then you decide the product. And I feel like we we've done that here. Uh, so far and, and we'll continue to. And so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's cool to, to have this going out there in the world. You know, it's, it's exciting and it's nerve wracking. You build something, right? You put all your blood and your, your, your sweat and your tears into it. And as a team, this person's doing this, this person's doing that. Finally, it gets to a point to where it gets to the end. And this is a topic for another day. So I'm gonna leave it with this. There's the idea of being afraid of success, mm -hmm. right? afraid of what happens next we could simply say oh man you know what if people use it now we gotta you know spend a lot of time on this and we could just leave it here in its current state forever and it'll die in github we have github and gitlab stuff but yeah. it'll just be dying there'll be cobwebs on it <laughs> and somebody could build something similar to it if people don't use it who cares right we move on but if people start to use it um there's that fear of the unknown I've never built something like this. I've never. Well, that that that'll be that's the fun part is uh, for sure uh, figuring out support models and and stuff like that. But we'll definitely uh, cross that bridge when we get there. Um, awesome. Well, Ram, as you know, I have to run to a meeting, but it's been great chatting with you this morning. I am very excited about what we've done here with Rubber Duck, and again, just want to say congratulations on getting it together because I know Ram was being very. Uh, for our listeners, um, deferential at the beginning of the call. But if you look at the Git blame, it speaks for itself about how much of Rubber Duck was built by Ram versus by me. And so, uh, yeah, just congratulations again. And uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. I'm excited for this podcast to drop and to, to see uh, the feedback that we get. Because I do think, I'm going to wax philosophic or whatever, just a moment, that like the worst response isn't, isn't nobody using and it, and it's not everybody using it. It's silence in terms of feedback. The worst response is silence in terms of feedback um, because that's how we learn. That feedback loop is so important. So if you're listening to this, go sign up, leave us some feedback, try a session just for fun. Again, it's not gonna be a flawless experience. If it is, we'll, we'll be just as surprised as you are and we are here to learn for sure. Yeah, love it. Thanks, Randy. All right, thanks, man.